You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today, I know I always say this, is another awesome interview, and this is actually with who I would consider a friend of mine. We are in a mutual mastermind group, so I know her quite well. Her name is Kim Ransom, and she is the owner of two companies, Jim Fox in a Box, which is a monthly subscription services for all things gymnastics, like a new gymnastics leotard and other surprises that you can get delivered to your home uh, every few weeks. And the second is Pittsburgh Gymnastics Club. So she runs a gymnastics place, a gym there in Pittsburgh. So she's a very successful and wonderful business owner, and she is going to share a couple of really cool things on today's episode. The first is how she has been so successful with the subscription service, Jim Fox in a Box. She just barely started, and she's doing like this grassroots, awesome social media thing all on her own, and it's absolutely working. So she gives us the secrets and tells us the ins and outs of how she is growing this subscription service. And the second thing she's going to tell us about is she was left kind of a bad review on her Pittsburgh Gymnastics Club page. And there was a lot of heartache that goes into that. And I know a lot of you experience that. I have customers asking me, what do I do about these bad reviews? So we've all been there People have bad days, they take it out on small businesses, or maybe an employee made a mistake. Whatever it is, the bad reviews are out there, and it's just part of this online economy that we're a member of. But Kim gives us her thoughts and how she overcame this and the mind trash that went with it. And we we talk very openly about this review and what she did about it. And I think you guys will really like this episode. It's a little unique, but I think they're both really great topics that everyone will be interested in. So where does this fall under? Okay, for keep going, of course, because as you're out there online marketing and you get your business on Yelp or Google and all these things, then you will get bad reviews and you just have to keep going. Like I know it's really hard to be an online marketer sometimes because you're constantly like putting yourself out there, being extremely vulnerable, and it can be really hard. Like it's easier just to kind of hide behind your computer and do client work. I totally get it. You have to K for keep going. So if you don't know what I mean by the click technique, make sure you check us out at theclicktechnique.com. There's a free five-day bootcamp and it's essentially what I take my clients at trafficandleads.com to provide a baseline for all of their online marketing work. So I know you guys have heard this before. You've heard people, oh, I launched my product and within one week I made six figures. Yes, this can absolutely happen, but in general, you're going to have to have a nice, strong internet marketing foundation for your business. And that's what the click technique is. So make sure you check us out at theclicktechnique.com. So let's talk about marketing question for the day. So in theclicktechnique.com, we have a Facebook group and questions are asked in there. So one of the questions that was asked was, what is responsive web design and do I need it? So the answer is, yes, you absolutely 100% need it. And to explain what it is, it's essentially that your website looks good on all devices, whether that be on a computer or on a smartphone, whatever, an iPad, whatever that device may be, 
your website needs to look good on all of those devices. And the way that we do that through web development is through responsive web design. So essentially your website will grow and shrink based on the screen size and it looks all lovely and and wonderful. So of course, one way that you guys can test if your website is responsive is number one, uh, test it. Like look it up on your phone, see if that, see how it looks, see if it works out, see if it's easy to click through, see if the menu is decent. That's number one. Number two, I really want you to type into Google, literally, is my website responsive? Google will kick back in one of the first links, a mobile-friendly tool. It's a free tool from Google. You stick your URL in there and hit go, and Google will come back and tell you if your website is mobile-friendly. This is a really easy way to determine if your website is mobile-friendly. And why does Google do this? Well, Google actually ranks mobile-friendly websites higher. It's one of the ranking factors in in search engine optimization. And so it's almost required from Google to be uh, mobile friendly. And not only that, folks, Google's doing us a favor by forcing our hand and making us be mobile friendly because over 60%, I'm pretty, like, I don't know what your business is or who's listening, but I'm pretty safe that over 60% of the people who are visiting your website today are doing so on a mobile device. So you're just doing everyone a favor and your business a favor to make sure that your website is mobile responsive. So make sure it is. If it's not, of course, you can contact trafficandleads.com. We do websites all the time. And of course, you can also contact us for any online marketing needs. So whether that be Facebook ads or landing pages, whatever the case may be, as far as generating traffic and leads to your business, definitely reach out to us. That's why we do the podcast. That That is enough advertising for me today. Let's hop into this great interview with Kim Ransom. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, Kim, welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. So glad to have you on today. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah. So first and foremost, can you tell the audience a little bit about your new project, Jim Fox in a Box? Tell us all about it. Yeah. So Jim Fox in a Box is kind of a spinoff of my brick and mortar gymnastics facility, Pro Shop. So that means that we basically had a little corner in our gym that was selling leotards to gymnastics families and it was failing. So I thought, hey, I'm sure there's a better way that I could work this. I know all of these kids are wearing leotards and, and where are they getting them? So after putting a little bit of brain power behind it, I thought, you know, it would be fun to create this product uh, that might appeal to moms and kids where they could get a leotard every four weeks. And it would be sort of a surprise, like, you know, these subscription boxes that are going around and it's, it's really done well. That's awesome. So when did you start? We have been live, I think, for, let's see, two and a half months now. Wow. Mm-hmm. And how many, um, how many active subscribers do you have? I believe the last count was 81, Dang. 81 or 82. That's really yeah, awesome. It, it has, we've had some ups and downs, but it seems to be on the upward uh, spiral right now, which is awesome. We've been meeting all of our goals and exceeding our weekly goals, knock on wood. So it seems like we're doing something, right? Yeah, for real. Now, how much money have you put behind it as far as like an online marketing budget? Oh my gosh. Just literally online marketing, not the tech, not the tech behind the website or anything, but like paid traffic essentially. 
I don't know if this is what you want to hear, but essentially we've done one Facebook ad and that's it. I love it. And that is what I want to hear. That's what my listeners want to hear. They want to (laughs) know that it's possible without putting a ton of money behind Facebook. So, okay. So you got 81 subscribers. First of all, how much, how much are we talking for this box? Okay. So we have three options. We have a three box, six box or 12 box. And we've made little tweaks along the way as we've been talking to our customers and figuring out what they really want. But the three box option is the most expensive and it's $39.99 a month plus shipping. And uh, the cheapest one or least expensive is $32.99 plus shipping. That's our final price. We started a little bit differently, but that's what we've landed on with a, a four week ship cycle. And they just have a lower quality leotard in them or what's the difference between the three boxes? Actually, no, they, they don't. They get, um, basically they're just, they get a lower price for being on the hook a little bit longer. So our cancellation policy says that if you get your first box and you're not happy with it within a month, well then we will refund you and you're off the hook subscription canceled. Um, but after that, you know, if you're happy, then you get 11 more boxes or five more boxes or two more boxes. And the longer you stay on, you know, you get, what is that? Six bucks off, eight bucks off, something like that. So. And have you had anybody cancel? You know, we had one person cancel and it was the very first subscription we ever got. Wow. What was the reason? Yeah. She would not say it was an issue of a card declining. Mm. And when we sent her a card update email, she wrote back and said she was very unhappy with the first box. And when we asked her for feedback, she dropped off the face of the planet. Mm. So I don't know. So it's probably something else. Something else is there, it sounds like. Perhaps. I don't really know. <laughs> we can speculate and say yes. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have 81 people and you haven't spent any money in online advertising, do tell us all your secrets on how you got 81 people to sign up for this Mm. monthly subscription. Okay. Well, um, there might be a a few uh, learning points here. And basically this is a project that we did. We chose not to go into debt for. So we've been paying for things as we can afford them. And we've just been learning and building. So what I found is that building a sense of community has worked wonders. So we have a a Facebook page and a Facebook group for subscribers. We work on building community and we ask for things. We ask those Facebook subscribers to please share, please help us, please do us a favor, please give us reviews because we know that you love to be the first one with really cool stuff. And they do. So um, people have really bought into being the first person from their state to get this Jim Fox in a box. And we've published a map, you know, we color it with crayons and we republish it every time we get a new person from a, a new state. And, and they love to spread the news and they love to be the first person from South Carolina. And then we get a whole slew of people from South Carolina. With Instagram, we found that that's where all of the, the gymnasts are. You know, the moms seem to be on Facebook in the groups, but the kids are on Instagram. And oh my gosh, those kids... They want their name out there. They want shout outs. They want you to make them feel special. They, they want you to include them. They want you to interact with them. They want nice little messages through DM. Um, you know, it's the more personal interaction we do, the more we sell. So wow. that's, that's been really important. Yeah. 
So, okay. Uh, there's a lot of questions I have in there. So do you have someone on your staff dedicated to kind of nurturing the kids over on Instagram and then nurturing the mothers over on Facebook? I do. I have somebody on my team that I pay for about 20 hours a week. She is an awesome young person and all of this social media stuff just flows out of her like water. <laughs> mm, so yeah, it's hard to teach, she, right? It is. It, it can be hard. And something I noticed yesterday was, okay, we just packed boxes, which she also does. And she automatically took a picture without asking. She snapped it. She programmed it into Instagram and went about her way. And it's that kind of stuff that I love. I don't even have to ask for it. Yeah. Um, so, so she programs two Instagram posts per day, minimum. Like, can you give us some examples of what those look like? Yeah. So what we'll do is take a picture of patterns of leotards that we just got in a brand new shipment and we'll post an interactive question like, hey guys, we just got this brand new Boston from this company. Here's a picture of some patterns. Which one's your favorite? And then you get a listing of 30 kids that say, oh, I like the stars. I like the stripes. I like the blue. Um, and, and we actually will go back and make notes and we'll say, okay, Sally Smith, really like that yellow one, let's mark her name on it. And we set it aside for next month's box. So that way we know she's going to be happy with our leotard. Wow. Um, yeah. So we really do pay attention to all the details. Uh, and then in, in terms of Facebook, she does the same thing. You know, Facebook is really easy to program out. So I make sure that she has two posts a day already programmed about two weeks ahead. And she just stays on that cycle for social media posting. But we do try and make sure that she gets questions out there. She, uh, she will promo equally each vendor that we're working with, each leotard company. Um, we do make sure that they're not all sales posts. We make sure that they're questions and that they are posts that are going to keep the kids and the moms answering and talking to us every day. That's awesome. And as far as, cause you do have a ton of reviews on your Facebook page. That was merely because you were, you asked for them and people said, sure, why not? We did. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. We did. That's great. Okay. So you have 81 people. And then you mentioned that you have a private Facebook group for everybody who purchases. What, what happens in that group? So we started about a month in a private Facebook group, not just a business page, but a group for people that had already bought into our subscriptions. And we named that Jim Fox in a Box VIPs. So those are moms or grandmas, whomever, that are going to act as both our focus group, where oh. we can get them involved and help us develop our subscription better. And then also, that is a place where we can offer upgrades. And that's how we started our add-on page. So before we even had our website finished and, and revised, we were able to go in and say, okay, guys, here are all the items that we have for upgrades. If you would like to add a pair of shorts to your box next time, give us a shout, give us an email, $22.99 free shipping, here you go. So we were able to start adding upgrades. And then when we finished our website, you know, then we could, we let them know first. So we give them all the information uh, up front and we try and treat them, you know, like VIPs because they are, they invested in us first. Wow. That is so cool. So you also run a gym on the side, the Pittsburgh Gymnastics Club. So eventually is Gym Fox in a Box going to overtake that other business and be your primary focus or what are your plans for the future? Oh my gosh. I, I don't even want to speak that into existence. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I can't even, I can't say, but we are just, you know, it's a totally different animal. The gym is a very relational sort of, oh, a long-term type business, whereas Jim Fox and the Box is a retail endeavor, and they are completely different. So mm-hmm. this is, Jim Fox is all very new, and we're still learning what we're doing. As far as learning, lessons learned, as far as like, because it seems like you guys have social media kind of down now. What what are your like lessons learned? What are the shortcuts that we can give the audience on if if they're ready to kind of tackle social media in this very natural, like social media was definitely made for what what you're doing here. What are like the shortcuts you can give us? What are the lessons learned? So I would say that the biggest shortcut is not to look for a shortcut. And here's what I mean. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We, We built Gym Fox in a Box the exact same way that we built our gym. We started very small. We started from ground zero organically. So that means that you have nothing to lose by stepping back and actually building as much of a relationship with your very first customers as you can. Because the more that you can please those people, the less work you have to do in the long run. Because those happy customers are going to go out and act as your fingers and your salespeople. Mm-hmm. Because people, they love to PR things when they're happy. And, and they love to be the one that told their friends about this great thing that's going on. So the more that you can just serve and over-deliver from the very beginning and control your growth in the beginning, the more solid of a foundation you're going to build, whether you are selling in person or whether you're selling online. I love it. I love it. Okay. You mentioned that you ran one Facebook ad. Tell me all about it. You know what? I don't even have anything to tell you because <laughs> it, okay. it was so unremarkable. It, I feel like it did not serve us well in this scenario. And that's not to say that, that it won't and it won't do something if I try it again in the future. But at the time... All of the other social media efforts that we were making totally overshadowed that one Facebook ad that we tried. Um, and, you know, I'm not a Facebook ad expert either. So what I was doing could have been the worst thing in the world. But my time was better spent making other steps in social media. So we just we just haven't looked at it again. That makes sense. So did you, you, you Kim, went in and made the ad and kind of ran it? I did. I did. And, and, you know, I do that for the gym and I've, we have plenty of ads that I've written for the gym that I'm still using and and reusing and have served us well. So uh, I don't feel like I'm an absolute novice, but Mm -hmm. maybe it's just because this is a totally different type of business. I'm not sure. So Kim, what are your plans? Are you planning on uh, investing any money into online traffic or are you just planning on just growing it organically the way that you are making it happen right now? I do think we will probably try some more paid traffic. I think that I will invest in somebody who knows what they're doing because as this project grows, I think that it probably will help us go to another level. Um, But it is something that I'm probably not going to do myself and I will just pay an expert and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably... Uh, Facebook ads can get really uh, complicated. So let's move on to another online marketing story that you're going to tell us all about, which is your gym recently received a pretty crappy review on Google. (laughs) Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that story? Yes. Sure will. No names will be named in this podcast. 
So you be as big exactly. as like. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's not even important. So what happened was we had a customer who had been with us for about two and a half months. And suffice to say, she never really followed the rules of our gym, but because we always just tried to pick our battles and keep the peace, we sort of never really followed up on her rule following. For example, our dress code, it is a one-piece leopard, and it gets very hot in our gym. We have no air conditioning, unfortunately. And the child came in in, in two pieces. Well, kids sweat, and coaches spot them, and they slip off of each other, and it's sort of a safety hazard, as well as just being unsanitary. So. What prompted the unhappiness from the customer was that my manager had asked, reminded her, I will say, to uh, follow the dress code before I got there. And when I walked in the building, I saw the child in a two-piece. And so I offered her a free T-shirt to wear for class. And that really set off the mother. So what followed was uh, some conversations in the gym uh, with this person. She was not happy, said she wanted to drop out of classes. I, you know helped her with that situation, apologized, said, it's unfortunate, here you go, we'll let you out of your agreement, no more charges. So she left and, and called back after she left and just wanted to clarify that there'd be no more charges. I confirmed that pleasantly. And, and then that night I had noticed after I left the gym that she tried a friend request me on Facebook. And I thought, oh, here we go. So what followed that evening was a, an internet crusade, I will call it, on her behalf to essentially punish me and slander my name so I would learn a lesson, she said, that uh, I am unprofessional and a few other things that she, you know, projected upon me personally. So Horrible. Okay. This, this lady, um, all the way until about 2 a.m. that night, sent nasty emails to the gym email account to all of my coaches, all of my staff. Uh, I won't get into what the email said, but they were nasty. Yes. Um, she, I will say, crept on all of my staff, uh, customers, gym affiliates, people that had worked with me in the past on all of their Facebook pages and copy oh. and pasted a, a giant rant about me personally on their pages. She oh, so uh, horrible. posted this. Uh, yeah, it, it was you know, the worst possible thing that you think could happen to you, it was all of that in a ball. Yeah, I want to talk, if you don't mind, can you share your feelings? Like, what were your feelings as this was happening? Because this happens a lot and people get freaked out by bad reviews. Like, I'm guessing you were feeling really Mm -hmm. helpless and what does this mean for my business? And I'm sure it was, it was really horrible. Yeah, it, the worst part about it was that it was so uncontrollable and it was so, it, it was like everybody was on edge waiting to see where the next piece of rant would pop up online. Ugh. And so there, there was a whole team of people just scouring the internet trying to find all these random places that this lady had posted. And when I say random, I mean people that aren't involved in our gym anymore. She was posting these things on old posts from three months ago just to bury them. So people would randomly find them. So um, long story short, we were getting notifications from random sources online that she had copy and pasted this rant about us up until uh, Saturday. This happened on a Tuesday and this was all the way through Saturday and including the Better Business Bureau. Oh, Kim. Yeah. So I will say that, uh, you know, in the moment I was, I was stressed out. I didn't sleep that night. Um, but the next day, I went into 
okay, let's, let's do some damage control. So what I figured out was that I run a business and I feel like I'm a successful person because I make good decisions in the moment. And so the decision that I made was to call upon favors ask my tribe, ask my army of Kim followers to help me out in this situation. So I went to my colleagues, my peers, people that I knew would support me. And I said, hey, here's the situation. Here's what's going on. I would really appreciate it if you guys could help me bury this and squash it. We had a lot of people go on Google reviews and, and kind of help bury that to push it to the last page and just really push it down on the SEO chain. Um, Yelp, ultimately, enough people reported it. They did take it off their website. Awesome. Um, the Better Business Bureau, they realized that this was more of a personal rant rather than anything constructive. And so they didn't even process it. So other than that, you know, what I really realized was that if you keep it cool and you make a plan of action and you just, again, ask for help, put yourself out there and say, this is what's going on. This is not representative of our business and my integrity. Could you help me out in this situation? People will come to your aid. I love it. Um, you know, it's been a week later now, and I'm not going to say I can barely remember it, but it definitely didn't didn't do any damage. And not only that, but like if you go look at your Google reviews and your Yelp reviews now, like you have so many more than you did in the first place. Like it's almost like you're in a better place because of it. Like she kind of exactly. did your business a favor. Exactly. And, you know, I also thought about it and, and I said, well, if I'm a new customer and I'm going to, to check out PGC online and I see this one-off whack job on here ranting, I'm going to know, you know, I see the owner answering that and I'm going to know, okay, that kind of behavior is not acceptable. And if she's pushing back, like maybe these are not the kind of customers I'm going to run into with this gym. Maybe she's taking care of it. So I felt that was kind of how I remedied it. It's still on Google, unfortunately. I don't know if they'll ever take it off. But at least who cares? You have like 50 good reviews out there. And it's very yeah. difficult to get clients to make review, like take the time. But when you're in a crisis situation, like your customers totally backed you and your friends and your, your yeah. people totally backed you. And now like you have a super strong review, like that's going to help you in the search engines um, for gyms in Pittsburgh. It's like, it's a killer. Absolutely. And, and I feel like we definitely came out on top in this situation. And if it ever happens again, which likely it won't, because that's why it was so stressful, because this doesn't happen to us. But if it does, we'll know how to handle it again. And yeah. you know what? We didn't, we didn't die. The building is still standing. And we had the best sales week last week that we've had all summer. Wow. That is so awesome. And that's for like literally new people coming into the gym. New, new trials, new customers walking into the gym and signing for classes. You should probably send her a thank you card, actually. <laughs> well, like, like, if she knew. Dragon, <laughs> if only she knew, right? If only she knew, like, I'm sure she saw all these good reviews pop up and she's like, great. But anyway, she sounds yeah. like a, a very interesting lady. So we'll leave it at that. I, yeah, yeah. I, I would imagine I'm not the first, only, or last person to ever go through this with her so I'll just no. leave it alone no yes yes but well I mean that's just wonderful and and like I said like people get you're kind of powerless online because there isn't a lot you can do your hands are in Google and Yelp's your your business is kind of in their hands and so when you get a crazy like that or someone who's just mad at the world you can feel very overwhelmed but you definitely thought through that and made some magic happen it's awesome 
Thank you very much. I mean, you know what? When you work for yourself, I'll be darned if I'm going to let anyone take me down. Not after all of this. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, before we go, I'm just going to give you a couple minutes to kind of let anyone know, again, how to find Jim Fox in a box, to tell all of the people that, you know, that know gymnasts to definitely get signed up and anything else you want the audience to know. Oh, gosh. Well, definitely, if you are in the Pittsburgh area, heck yeah, you better check the Pittsburgh Gymnastics Club because we have an awesome thing going in the city here. Um, But nationwide, there are millions of kids across the country that are in love with gymnastics. And if you know anybody, I would, I would definitely recommend checking out www.jimfoxinabox.com. It is the most fun experience that your child is going to have getting a new leotard and, and getting some new goodies. So um, definitely check us out. And beyond that, I love this kind of stuff. And I love helping other people and small businesses. So uh, feel free to reach out for those purposes as well. Love it. Wonderful. Well, thanks for being on the show, Kim. All right. Thanks for having me, Lindsay. Thank you so much. So I told you that was an awesome episode. Thanks again to Kim for coming on and sharing all of her deep, dark secrets about her bad reviews and what she's doing to grassroots grow Jim Fox in a box. If you have a gymnastics lover in your life, make sure you go check her out and sign up for a box from Kim. They're super awesome. Let's see. Before you go, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, of course, I would love it if you would review us on iTunes. We have some awesome reviews on iTunes, so you should hop out there and spend two seconds to give us a review. Or, of course, tell a friend, share this on social, let people know that we're out here trying to help people with their online marketing and to be successful. And finally, check us out at theclicktechnique.com if you want that five-day boot camp on how to make online marketing finally work for you. And uh, we'll see you there. This is One Click Lindsay with trafficinleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Mm-hmm.